This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome to the Seattle Mariners Baseball Podcast. Diving stop, Seager. Toss on up the first. In time to get seven. Three-run homer. Robinson can off the lefty specialist, Fernando Abad. And the Mariners lead it five to four. Goodbye, baseball. Straight away, center field. Cano and Cruz go back to back. And the king, when the Mariners needed him the most, two hits over seven. Now, here's your host, Gary Hill. Welcome back to the Seattle Mariners Baseball Podcast at Mariners Pod on Twitter. Hope you had a good weekend, very hot weekend here in the Pacific Northwest. Mariners and the Houston Astros, three games over the weekend. We'll go through those in a few minutes. It was turn back the clock night on Saturday. You can hear my tribute to 1977 coming up on the podcast. The week that was will be here as well. The Mariners' first-round draft pick was here over the weekend. We'll hear from him. And also Tim Bogart visits with Rick Riz. So a lot coming up on this podcast. Off day today, so we won't talk about the brief Phillies two-game series until the podcast tomorrow. It's kind of a strange week. It's uh, off day today. Tuesday against Phillies, night game, day game on Wednesday, off on Thursday, and then over the weekend in Anaheim for three, then back home, and the All-Star break is here after that homestand. So we're almost through the first half of the season, which is remarkable. But let's get to the weekend. Friday was great. Uh, The Mariners, of course, coming off the sweep of the Tigers. Felix Hernandez was back on the mound. It was great to see the king. The 0-2 on the way in a swing and a miss and a changeup for strike three. And that will retire the side. Felix Hernandez with his first strike out of the ballgame. Fans, Carlos Correa to end the inning. Man, you take this start every time against the Astros. Six innings, eight hits, three runs, one walk, and six strikeouts. It's great to see Felix back on the hill. And the Mariners, plenty of offensive support, including Mike Zanino, who just continues to bash the ball. First pitch, swing on, driven deep to left. Zanino, did he charge another one? You betcha. Three-run check, Mike Zanino. And the Mariners have a 7-1 lead on first place, Houston. Home run number 10 for Mike Z. That takes his RBI total to 29. Valencia had four hits as well. Gamble had a home run. Seager went yard as well. Just a big day offensively. Big day all the way around. The Mariners win game one of the series by a score of 13-3. to So they were just one away from winning a series going into the Saturday ballgame. Turn back the clock. Both teams wearing 1977 unis. We'll have more on that coming up. But this one, Gavilio... You give a lot of credit. He pitched well in this one. Only gave up a couple of runs to a very good Astros team. Two runs in six innings. But 
McCullers was dynamite in this one. Just one earned run in five innings. Handed it over to the bullpen. Harris, Sip, Gregerson, Davinsky, and Giles. Although the Mariners made it very close and very interesting in the ninth inning. Giles takes a big knee bend. Head down. Now he looks into McCann. Bases loaded, two outs. This is what you dream of in the backyard. Two outs, bases loaded. 3-2 pitch. Anzanino takes it inside for ball four. Forces in a run as Cruz comes in. And it's a 5-2 ball game. RBI for Zanino. That's another one. That gives him 30. How about that? And with Ruiz up, I mean, a foot away from clearing the bases on a double in the ninth inning. But it's a foul ball. He goes down looking on a strikeout. And the Mariners turned away 5-2 in game two of the series. So the Mariners still looking for the series win Yesterday, taking on the Astros in Game 3 of the series. And this was a ball game where Miranda on the mound, a little shaky early in the ball game. The Astros get to him for a four-run fourth inning. But really, outside of that, he cruised. I mean, he really pitched well. Ended up seven and a third. Five hits, four runs, one walk, and two strikeouts. But the Astros in the ninth inning expanded what was a two-run lead. Another four spot on the board in the ninth. And the Mariners just couldn't muster much offensively against what turned out to be really a bullpen start for the Astros. Brad Peacock, their starter, was scratched on paternity leave. And it ended up being a bullpen start. And the bullpen pitched well enough to keep the Mariners at bay. M's played without Gamble for a couple games, without Valencia for a couple of games, uh, both dealing with some injuries. And uh, couldn't just couldn't get enough going. Two runs, five hits, as Houston wins game three, eight to two, and they take the series over the Mariners. Here's what the skipper, Scott Service, said yesterday. Uh, yeah, you know, it, uh, Ariel ran into trouble just in the one inning today, and uh, you know, got a got a couple balls up, but for the most part, you know, he did throw the ball well. Just the one inning got him, and he gave up four out of his five hits uh, in that one inning. So, uh, you know, disappointing ball game today. I thought, you know, early in the game, uh, really had their starter on the ropes, Martes, and uh, you know, we really cash in. Robbie gets the big double. We have the the, the plate, the plate, which I'm shocked was not overturned. Um, pretty clear uh, to me. We've had a few of those lately uh, that have been shocking. Uh, that uh, I'm quite sure what the people in New York are looking at, if it's the same view that we have. But, uh, you know, obviously uh, didn't get the, the third run there. And, and um, you know, then they went to their bullpen and, and uh, you know, Felice and, and Davinsky, you know, did a good job. They shut us down. They outpitched us, you know, there. And then kind of kept our offense. Uh, we had nothing going against them at all uh, at that period. So, you know, disappointing ball game. Uh, I think, you know, coming in. Uh, we were playing really well coming into this series. Uh, in the last couple of days, they just shut us down offensively. On that replay, it appeared that the umpire called it safe initially. What, what uh, did he tell he, you? He, uh, the, call, the call stood is what came out of uh, New York. The call stands. And uh, Angel Hernandez made the signal, the safe sign. Well, the call stands. You know, he was originally called out. So he basically said, I, I screwed up. I gave the wrong sign. Um, you know, confirmed it with the home plate umpire. Um, don't often see that. Um, you know, sometimes the eyes go bad, the ears don't usually go bad, but uh, you know it was a mistake, uh, and, he, and he screwed that up. So, again, you know, uh, kind of a momentum play in the game. Uh, we keep the inning going, uh, kind of have him against the ropes, but uh, you know, after that, we really didn't get much going offensively at all. What, what makes their bullpen so, so good? Well, you know, they, they've got guys with uh, different weapons. 
you know, change up. Uh, Davinsky's got the change up, and uh, you know, Felice had a good slider going today. I mean, Giles, they do throw a lot of off-speed pitches, and they got good arms. You know, it's not like they're just uh, you know throwing at 89, 90 up there too. They're throwing at you know 95 plus uh, with the the quality secondary pitches. But uh, you know, like I said, we've been playing very good baseball. Uh, we kind of got our offense rolling here. We had a nice little run the last couple of days, been shut down. But uh, you know, we have played 20 consecutive days. And I did talk to the team after the game a little bit. We have busted our tail. We're starting to get healthy. We're in a good spot. Uh, you know, we just you know an off day comes at a good time for us, and then we'll get back after it here against Philadelphia. So again, um, happy with the effort our guys have given. We just didn't get it done today. Did it seem a little low energy today at the end of the? Well, it always looks like there's low energy. We don't have a lot of hits going on. You know, I think our guys were, were trying to make adjustments. Uh, you know, stay on the off-speed pitches that they were throwing at us. It just just wasn't our day offensively. And you're gonna have those once in a while. And we've had a lot of really good days. I think the month of June, we're right at the league leaders and runs scored. Just didn't happen today. So now the M's back to 500 at 39 and 39. And again. In the mix with, uh, I mean, the American League right now is, it's amazing when you look at it. The Angels, a game above 500, 40 39. That's going to be an important series coming up this weekend. The Rangers, a game above 38 and 37. Minnesota and Cleveland battling with each other for the top of the division. I mean, they're really on the teeter totter right now. Minnesota's won three in a row. Cleveland's lost three in a row. Now, Minnesota has vaulted to the top of the division. And Cleveland a half game back from there. The East continues to... They just slug it out in the East. Tampa two games above after losing two in a row. Baltimore now has won two in a row. They're a game below. And Toronto now three below 500. So a lot of teams hovering around that 500 mark. And the Mariners right there as well. And they'll take on the Phillies starting tomorrow. So we'll get to that uh, in the podcast tomorrow. Right now, though, how about Rick Riz and Tim Bogar? Guest is Mariners bench coach Tim Bogar and Tim. Last night, five to two loss to Houston, snapping the ball club's six-game win streak. But what a run for your ball club, getting to a game over 500 right now with so many injuries, so many players are doing so well. You're the bench coach. What's it like on the bench these days with that six-game winning streak and uh, the way you've been playing over the last few weeks? I'll tell you what, it's been a lot of fun, especially uh, getting all the guys back. And you see the lineup that we were supposed to have from the beginning of the yeah. season. And, and uh, you know, the guys go out there and, and they expect to win. And it's it's a lot of fun in the dugout because the guys are all cheering for each other and, and expecting them to do well. And, um, you know, you can see it when they when they do something well. They come in the dugout and all the smiles and happiness. It's it's a lot more fun than the beginning of the season. A lot of high fives and hair flips now. <laughs> yeah, the more the merrier. <laughs> we got Ariel Miranda going this afternoon. Sam Gavilio last night. Christian Bergman did a great job. So many injuries to the starters on this in this rotation. Where would this ball club be without those three guys? I'll tell you what. They 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 kept us together. Um, this this boat could have sunk a long time ago, but you know those young kids came up and they did what they had to do to keep us alive and you know they give us five six innings and and give us an opportunity and you know the the one thing I think that that helped them a lot was we we were scoring runs early in games and giving them confidence and uh, you know for the most part uh, they went out there and threw strikes there wasn't a lot of walks going on they made the other teams earn what they got and uh, they gave us a chance every time. Tim uh, so many great stories on this ball club this year especially with the young players 
two years ago, Jerry Depoto wanted to get younger, more athletic. You're certainly that, especially in the outfield. Ben Gamble has been unbelievable. He's turned into, right now, one of the best hitters in the American League. What what have you seen out of this kid since he came up from Tacoma? Where he was hitting, by the way, 288. <laughs> I'll tell you what, Ben Ben's a special little hitter, and the reason I say that is he makes adjustments throughout the game, and he understands what the other side's trying to do to him. Um, you know, it's it's kind of rare as a young hitter to be able to do that, but you know, Ben steps up there, and you know, he might have a, an at bat where he doesn't look so good, but the next at bat, they try to do the same thing to him, and he makes an adjustment. And the thing that's impressive about Ben is how well he hits left-handed pitching. You know, there's some tough left left-handed pitchers in this league, and and he stood in there with them and and uh, battled them, and and he he hits them quite well. Another great story, and we could talk about seven or eight of them right now. But Mike Zunino, uh, Mike at the end of April was hitting about a buck eighty with no home runs, no RBIs. And now in the month of June, eight of his ten home runs and thirty runs batted in the month of June. Have you? He goes down to Tacoma and gets it fixed. He comes back here. He's hitting line drives, home runs all over the place. Have you ever seen a turnaround as quickly as Mike Zunino? I really haven't, and and that's that's a tribute to Mike. You know, I think. Um, you know, he being in this league as long as he had up to that point, got sent back down, somebody could have folded up tent and, and just taken it to the house. But, you know, he realized that he needed to make a few adjustments, was willing to do it, um, went down there, and, and the, the dividends paid off right away. You could tell right away that his, his whole mindset had changed, his whole approach, his, you know, not just the mechanics of his swing, but just the way he was trying to go about his at-bats. Um, and luckily for us, he's hot when there's guys on base, yeah, yeah. and he's been driving in runs. And you know, even that at bat last night, having the patience to take that walk. I think, you know, a couple months ago he might have swung at that three-two pitch, and, and the game would have ended right there. But um, he shows patience. He's making adjustments. Uh, it's fun to have a, a strong Mike Zanino at the bottom of our order. It's great to have the King back, Felix Hernandez, a couple of nights ago. That 13-3 win, his first start since coming off the disabled list. A lot of great things happening with his ball club. Tim, thanks a lot for the visit here in Coach's Corner. All right, thanks, Rick. And the Mariners' first-round draft pick in town over the weekend. With the 17th selection of the 2017 MLB draft, the Seattle Mariners select Evan White, a first baseman from the University of Kentucky in Lexington, Kentucky. And on Friday, the Seattle Mariners introduced their first-round draft pick, Evan White, and he's thrilled to be part of the organization. It's been crazy. You know, there's a lot going on. Um, you know, a lot of interviews. Not used to that. And, you know, I've had some, some experience in college and, and everything. Um, but, you know, uh, it's, it's been good. It's been a, a crazy experience. It's a lot going on. Um, but I'm very thankful I've had the opportunity to, uh, you know, go through it. Um, and just ready to start, you know, getting out there and playing with the Everett Ball Club and, and getting my career underway. One of the top offensive talents in college baseball, White's career numbers at Kentucky make him one of the best players in program history. A career 356 batting average, piling up a career 233 hits. But it wasn't just the offense. An elite defender, two-time Rawlings Gold Glove winner, and All-SEC defensive team three times. It means a lot to me because uh, you know it goes back to putting the work in the in the uh, off season and uh, you know growing up in the in the front yard with my parents, um, just putting all the work, taking all the ground balls and all the scoops and stuff like that. Um, you know, it just means a lot to you know see that that work pay off. Um, it's not something I focus on. It's not I don't set out to you know win a Gold Glove. That's not why I do the work. 
Um, but it was, it's cool to see the you know awards like that. But a defense definitely means a lot to me. White also took batting practice on the field on Friday, and he was thrilled to meet one Mariner in particular. Nelson Cruz. He was actually the first one I met, and he is a big, big boy. You know, it's, you see him on TV and stuff like that, and yet you realize he's a, a very strong guy and, and everything, but you don't really realize the size of you know him until you, you meet him in person. And Mariners scouting director Scott Hunter very happy to have White in the organization for a number of reasons. You know, you obviously want to put athletes and tools into our system, but we also want to uh, get kids and players that you know value uh, the game and, and something more important in themselves. Because um, the one question I did ask Evan, and we joked about it on the phone tonight, was what do you view the draft as, a finish line or a starting line? And the draft was, I'm going to play. He goes, whatever, the money will take care of itself. I'm ready to go. So... He's got a winning, a winning personality, a winning attitude. Um, one of the most impressive things, because Kentucky's had a pretty good turnaround in college baseball this year with their new coaching staff. Um, I asked him what the difference was from last year to this year. I said the coaches brought in a real good culture and a new energy level. He said, yeah, some of our guys needed it. And it took me back and said, you didn't? He said, no, I, I know what I'm all about and where, what I want to do. Uh, it's, it's not, I don't want to say a throwback. Uh, but the the answers to some of the questions, it was a guy that I know that I would want to play with during my playing career, and I'm sure Scott Service and our organization are going to be proud because I know he's going to get the most out of what his abilities is. And he certainly had a fun time at the safe, including seeing the king take the mound. You know, it's a combination of the mini camp out in Peoria, you know, getting to know some of the guys that, that came in with uh, the same draft class. I'm um, getting to know them on a personal level and, you know, how they play the game. But, uh, you know, also being able to come out here today and um, being able to meet the, the big league guys. And I'm looking forward to uh, watching, watching them play and, and watching King Felix get back on the mound. And it was turn back the clock night on Saturday, 1977. Today we turn back the hands of time to 1977 where a gallon of regular gas would cost you 62 cents, a dozen eggs, 82 cents, a gallon of milk, a buck 68. The year Star Wars was released. The Force will be with you, always. And Best of My Love by The Emotions spent four weeks at the top of the charts during the summer. And it was also the year the Seattle Mariners took the field for the very first time. My pleasure to introduce and to work with in this first season ever, a great gentleman, Dave Niehaus. Thank you, Ken Wilson. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to the initial voyage of the Seattle Mariners. Diego Segui, the first pitch in history as a strike, taken at the knees by Jerry Remy, leading it off. Who can forget center fielder Rupert Jones? Rupert Jones, center fielder, Kansas City is the first choice by the Seattle Mariners in the expansion draft. Raleigh's 2-2 delivery on the way now. A fastball lined in the left center field. A long run for Rupert. He reaches down, makes an incredible catch. He gets the ball back in, and the runners just do get back. Oh, my, what a catch by Rupe. We got together a bunch of guys who were, like, cast off from other organizations. We played very hard every night. We, I think we lost over 100 games, but we played hard every night. And those guys played hard. It was, it was a, you know, it was great to be their teammates, and uh, it was like a beginning. And, I, and all I wanted was a chance anyway. I'd rather be in Seattle playing every day than be somewhere else on the bench. So 
playing in Seattle gave me opportunity to play on a daily basis. Slugging first baseman Dan Meyer. And he, of course, with a grand slam here yesterday as the Mariners topped Toronto 10-5. Here's a fly ball. This has been tagged to right center on a 1-0 pitch. Going back, LaFleur. It's just over the fence. It's gone. A young second baseman making his major league debut, Julio Cruz who would go on to swipe 290 bases and become an anchor at second base for the Mariners. I'm in the kingdom. That fence looks so far. I mean, I'm playing on a carpet. I feel like I'm playing in someone's house. (laughs) So I I popped up my first at bat, and then I I was able to calm down once I got onto the field. My next time up, I got a hit up the middle. And then then I said, oh, geez, thanks. Now I'm on first base. Now everyone knows that I'm a, a, a base dealer. So I take off to steal and they throw me out. <laughs> I said, no way. Welcome to the big leagues. That's what I remember. Cruz goes. It's outside. Throw through the second is. Not in time. He's tied the record. Julio Cruz has stolen 32 in a row. And Seattle is just starting to get to know new Mariners voice Dave Niehaus. I can still hear the the roop roop roops uh, uh, emanating from the stands opening night here against the Angels and everything. And when I first stepped inside the Kingdom, and and I, I thought it was the most beautiful thing I've ever seen in my life. Uh, and that was way before opening night because I'd, I'd come up here and I'd, I'd gone over there to have a look at it. But it was it was a marvel to me. Uh, and. Uh, up until June of 1999, when we said goodbye, it it was not a wart to me. It was a, as I said in my goodbye speech, it was a it was a beautiful lady and will always be. And I, and there are times when I miss it, but we now we have the best, uh, you know, best stadium in baseball and Safeco Field. But you know, for 23 and a half years, that was home. A season of first for the Seattle Mariners, 1977. And as Monday's tradition dictates, time for the week that was. This is the week that was. A look back on highlights and events of the Mariners past week. On Mariners Magazine. 3-2 pitch to Zanino. Runner goes. Pitch. We're going through the deep to left. Swinging a fly ball to the deep center field. Going back, Romine to the warning track, to the wall. Goodbye, baseball. Zunino does it again. Mike Zunino's second two-run home run of the night. His ninth of the season. He drives in four runs tonight. And again, Dyson is aboard. And now the Mariners have a 6-2 to two lead. I mean, it's great because, you know, a lot of people doubt you when you're struggling, and uh, it's a lot of bad things said about you when you're struggling, but for the most part, you got to know your ability and know what you can do, and uh, sometimes you have to reset the brain and uh, start things back over again. I think that was what Nino did. Uh, I think he's just trying to prove everybody that he belong here, and he's just going out there, playing the game, relax. If you see him, he, he looks like he's just having fun right now, and uh, that's how you got to play this game. You got to have fun. You can't be too uptight because it's a game of failure we playing, so, you know, you just try to go out there and play it like you played it when you was a kid. The pitch to Seager. Swing on it, driven to right field. And that will get down. One hop off the fence. Here comes Smith around third. He scores and the Mariners win it. They win it 5-4. Kyle Seager on the game winner here in Seattle. 1-1 pitch. 
to Dyson Bunt. Takes oh. it with him. First base side. Verlander can't get it. Neither can Miggy. Tried to flip it. There's a first base hit as he breaks up the perfecto here. Second perfect bunt by Dyson this week. And a pitch swung on driven. Deep to left. That's got some carry. Goodbye. Tie ball game. Mitch Hanniger makes it a 4-4 game. Leading off here in the seventh inning. Three. Swung on. Driven. Right center field. There it is, baby. Kiddo. All the way to the fence. Scoring is Segura. Flag is Gamble. He's going to score. Robinson. Kiddo. A two-run double. And the Mariners lead it 6-4. Dyson made a great bunt. And once that got going, it gave our energy, uh, dug out a little energy. And, you know, the at-bats continued. And, you know, we got a few pitches to hit. But uh, everybody really, you know, chipping in offensively tonight. And, you know, with getting everybody back, you know, kind of look at what our original lineup was supposed to look at here. We're leaving spring training. It was awesome effort offense. Swung on driven deep to right center field. Way back. Way back. And it is gone. A two-run homer. Robinson Cano. And 1-0 to Cano. Swung on and driven deep. Right center field. High majestic drive. Up and the 2-2 and a swing and a miss and a fastball up and in for strike three. And Andrew Moore has his first strikeout of the major leagues. The set by C-Shack. And the 2-2 to Kinsler. Swing and a miss. Strike three. It's over. The Mariners win it 9-6 over the Tigers. The Mariners have won five in a row. They have swept the Tigers in the four-game series. Holy smokes and what a night. The Mariners win it for Andrew Moore in his major league debut. His first major league win. Just trust the work that you put in. Don't try to be a pitcher you're not where, you know, I'm not going to run up mid to high 90s up there. I can't blow it by people. So, um, you know, just locating, keeping them off balance and sticking to the, you know, what's gotten me here. Really, that's kind of the message I've gotten every level I've gone up. Here's the one-two pitch. Felix Steele swung on rip. Oh! Side. Gets away from McCann. Here comes Valencia. He's going to score. McCann couldn't find the ball. Here comes Dyson. He ran third. Coming home, and he is safe. Wow, oh. what a play. First pitch. Swing on. Driven deep to left. Zanino. Did he charge another one? You betcha. Three runs. 